Hey guys, this is Jim Fix, aka Fillmore. For those of you who love QF, a podcast about Howard Stern and would like to donate some money, there's two ways now you can do it. Uh, you can join our Patreon page, which is listed in the graphic you're seeing now. But also, if you'd rather not do a subscription-based thing, even if it's a buck a month or what have you, uh, you can use our PayPal account, which would be jimfix76 at gmail.com. Uh, and you can donate whatever you like, however you like, uh, one of those two ways, and we'd more than appreciate it if you'd like to do so. Thank you very much. Welcome, everybody, to another mini-sode from QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. And with me, of course, is the lovely and talented Sam. Oh, thank you. Hi, guys. And not to be outdone is the lovely and talented <laughs> Dennis. Thank, thank, you. thank you for joining us for this one, Den Den. Hey, Sam. It's good to see you guys. It's been a while. Last time we talked was like 129, so I have a lot inside me that has to come out. Well, we uh, we also want to thank Dennis because he stumbled across. It was a weird time of night, I think, maybe 4 a.m. my time, 5 a.m., and I was I happened to be up, and then I got the link sent for me from Raven that there was a new blind out uh, from C-Den. Crazy days and nights for those of you who don't abla and uh, blind, uh, you know, gossip <laughs> acronyms, but... Um, and I generally peruse these sites pretty regularly, but I let them stack up for a while and then I'll go check them out uh, because sometimes they just don't get updated as fast as you would like. And I also, me and bring back, I'm going to, like I said to Raven on the um, All About Jazz episode part two, we did address one of the articles, but we can go, one of the blinds, but we can go back into it. It's not going to bother people too much, I don't think. And um, I, me and bring back Jackie were both t like, including Enti in our Twitter posts. And mm -hmm. we were hounding him saying like, dude, we know, you know, send us some fucking shit. And I sent him a clip. I sent him that clip of Robin Givens. <laughs> Let me, oh. Should I, <laughs> oh my should, God. Should I play that Let's one? Let's just play that for good yeah. measure. You know, Those I mean, what's the harm? <laughs> what, an unfortunate, what an unfortunate name to have to be the same as Quivers. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't? Dude, Howard, I've always wanted a one thing. Did you or did you not get Robin Givens? I I, I don't know. All right, here, look, oh! No, I'm saying I, I would never. I mean, what do you mean you don't know? No, no, I didn't. I don't know. <clears throat> no, no, I did oh. not. You'd have to know. <laughs> so, I sent that. I sent that to NT saying, "Look, you're welcome. And if you want any more proof, I just wanted to know. Give me a. De I wanted a de definitive list of Buckwald clients so we could determine exactly where the fix is in." Like with John Hine, why he's employed there, why so many other people with no, with zero to no, like Angie <laughs> less Everhart, than, less than zero talent are on, you know, the show regularly, how these beards came through. Yeah. Dennis. I've been trying to get a complete list of his clients for a couple of weeks now. I will get it somehow by hook or by crook because I just <laughs> know pieces, you know, somebody's represented by him, but um, isn't Benji represented? 
I yes. buckled to now. Actually, actually, I don't know if he is. He may be part of Buckwald Inc., but not, nece- but not, not necessarily Don himself. Don is in his early 80s, and I don't think he handles anybody but Howard personally anymore. I think the daughter took over. Yes, I believe so. If I remember correctly. But um, what I'll do is I'll call Buckwald Associates, make up some shell company, and send me a list of your major people. (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Well, you know, Jim and Sam are on there now. They're Buckwald clients. Right. They are. They're good. I listen to them. I mean, yeah, there's only any number of other agents within the organization. I mean, and you just say their name and, okay, like it'll show, they'll show up on the, uh, on the, the roster of, you know, agents uh, with the agency. But at any rate, um, so NT decided for some reason, these two blinds back to back were like, what, a week apart, Dennis? Maybe? They were close. Maybe four days, five days. Yeah. Which is rare. Well, yes, really rare. Filmer, we talked, you talked about that with me. You asked me the question in chat. I've never seen. So those items that close together, it's usually one every six months, three yes. months. Where, where but, Stern is concerned, absolutely. So yeah. let's go into the uh, older one first. This was May 11th, uh, 2021. And this is what, I mean, tw- let's see, the 27th of April, I believe. I'm trying to relate it to the uh, Maureen Callahan article and when it came out. So maybe like 12 days Yeah, so later. let's give it some exposition. So we have the Callahan article from the post actually we subsequently had a couple of articles that were not that great about him that were showing times that howard stern made his guests uncomfortable stuff like that they were pretty scathing and they actually used video clips within the article that's right like the anna nicole the um there was just a bunch of examples of how he was a shit and yeah. and yeah. then the maureen callahan thing came out and then the letter to the editor came out article and then this the the real estate one right uh Uh, yeah the that one too and then the florida one came out so this has been a build of badness and combating it has been just nonsense (laughs) just well there's also it's like fighting with it's like throwing stuffed animals at machine guns I guess so. And, and yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, it's, it's kind of asinine what they've done to combat it besides which not, of course, addressing the article, which is, you know, uh, not a surprise, uh, because that has been the old Buckwald trope. Like don't ever respond to bad press. Don't ever give them anything. And I think it's mostly because he realizes wigs an idiot. And if he were quoted, it would sound retarded. It would just sound stupid and make him make it, make the case for the, <laughs> the, the, you know, the articles going after him. Plus, you're going to read this blind, and I think this blind had to do with uh, they knew this was kind of going to come out or something might have come out. And mm-hmm. they combated it by saying Howard Howard Stern is going to be replaced by Andy Cohen, question mark, or trying to come after him. And it was like, mm-hmm. no, everything's great. It was such a weird story. Like, why would that need to come out? I think uh, also, guys, if you want to look on YouTube, there's someone called Nikki Swift who has been putting compilations of shitty Howard behavior (laughs) out on YouTube for ages. It's just like very E-style. And Howard, that's not the only time Howard did this. And I remember when (laughs) they showed like video clips of Emma Bunting, you know, the um, what's her name? The Spice Girl. One of the Spice Girls. I can't remember which one she was. Baby Spice, I think. And um, 
And he got creepy with her. That was when Robin wasn't in studio and him and Artie, even Artie got a little bit, mostly was him. It was just a big sword fest in the, in the, in the compound. And it was one of the cringiest interviews you'll ever hear. She's clearly, um, like she's clearly uncomfortable and he just went forward with it as if she was just a piece of meat. You know what I mean? It's ratings, ratings, ratings. He doesn't care about people. No. Didn't give a fuck. So I'm going to read the first blind item. And uh, as I did with uh, Raven, and then you guys can have your say, because I've got questions for you. Uh, Tuesday, May 11th is when this came out. Today's blind items. I'm using it. There is an actress, comedian, radio host who used to also write books. She hasn't done so in a very long time. It has been a couple of decades. About five or six years ago, she was thinking of new ways to bring in income and decided she would write another book. In that book, she was going to recount some stories about this permanent A-plus list DJ who was no longer on his A-game. The stories would have included the definitive account of whether his first date with someone special to him was, in fact, the date bailing on her paying client to have a chance with the DJ. It would also have told some other tales that have been all been speculation in the past. She was dissuaded not only by the people of the DJ, but also a late-night talk show host. You know who won't be dissuaded, though? That's someone special to him who already has a manuscript ready to go when the split happens. Now, breaking, breaking this down real quick, the first time I read it, not looking at the comments, I, I already, and I said to Raven, sorry guys for the repetition in advance, um, it was Sandra Bernhard, could not be anybody else. She's, and she was, she started out as a comedian at the comedy store and, um, with all those guys and she was an actress and she is now a radio host, I believe with Sirius XM, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And she was a frequent visitor to Stern. Stern would say how hot she was. Then he would get to her and talk to her about making it with Madonna and stuff like that. But she was on a lot, actually. I remember. Oh yes, she was on that awful Channel Nine roast we covered. So, oh my God! And you and you know how else this is a great tell? Beth was in the quote unquote modeling industry. If anybody listens to Sandra Birdhart clips in the past, she used to talk about going to parties and clubs with models, and she used to take a lot of up and coming models because she was she liked to be with young, hot, up and coming women. Sure. So if she was running in that circle in New York City of actual models and women and Beth was kind of some sort of Name. character, some sort of, you know, side character, a friend of a friend or something. And Sandra mm-hmm. kind of knew who she was before Howard was previously linked to her. Mm-hmm. This makes sense because Sandra ran with models back then. It yes. was very known. She talked about it all the time. Yeah, she was pretty much, she was, um, she claimed to be sort of bi, but she's really more lesbian than anything else. But not, not that that matters, but she was known as kind of a, 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 a good time. And I, no one's al- going to accuse she her. She also of loved being... to go to model parties. That was she her loved, thing. She loved to be Fashion everywhere. Shows. Yes, totally. Uh, Dennis. Sam, you might know this. Didn't she have a girlfriend named Ingrid or something? What was her name? I she believe so. Talk about her. It was a model in. Ingrid something. I'm not sure of the first name, but she used to talk about her too. I do. I remember, but I can't remember the name. So yeah. at any rate, so it, as it goes through, okay, so permanent, permanent A plus list DJ who is no longer on his A game. Well, we know that has to be Howard, obviously. The yeah. stories would include the definitive account of whether his first date with someone special to him was in fact the date bailing on her paying client to have a chance with the DJ. Paying client is, okay, it's, you could, there's two ways you could read that. She's a hooker. Or an escort, a paid escort, paid beard for the South of, South African guy she keeps talking about. I believe 
it could be either depending on the situation you guys your thoughts dennis yeah definitely i i think it's more stern paying client is such a nice phrase isn't it there's two words in that piece <laughs> um yeah um she speaks five languages too and she's fluent in french um yeah. I think it, it's stern. I don't know about the other guy, but have you noticed she's kind of not been very loving to him on the radio <laughs> show? You, you, just use kind that of word, of, you, you used that word just for me, didn't you? You know, yeah. I hate it. <laughs> just like it, she's more matter of fact about everything, too. So but um, I think that's him. I don't know about the South African guy. Sam? Yeah, uh, I definitely think that. I don't know if necessarily the guy needed a beard. The other mm -hmm. South African guy that she was talking about, she was on a date with when she ditched him for Stern because that's mm -hmm. the story Beth told. But multiple times in weird ways and yeah. it always ended differently, started differently. There's right. change. There's changing characters throughout the Ch years that come in, come in and out of the scene. It's so it's so bizarre. That's right. You know what I mean? Cabby so was there. I, now he's not. Fred, uh, all of a sudden, Ralph, this Ralph, year, was, Ralph was interested in her and he and Howard Cock blocked him. Yeah. Some oh, reality God. star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's taken so on this kind of, it's taken on this epic sort of thing. And you're right, right. Characters going in and out. And I don't so know who I to believe. I don't know if it was a deal where, you know, maybe this guy needed Beth for something. Maybe he wasn't gay. Maybe he was needed her as arm candy. Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how these situations work. I think Alec Baldwin probably bought that, you know, baby making machine <laughs> fake Spaniard this in the same way, you know, because he's yeah. pushing her into People magazine. But I do have to say, so on May 2nd of 2021, so that was uh, nine days prior, they put out an article. This must be... Uh, this must be, it's called GossipCop.com. I've heard and of I, it. This has to be Buckwald. Andy Cohen gunning to replace Howard Stern on SiriusXM. Is Andy Cohen hoping to replace Howard Stern? One outlet says Watch What Happens Live host is gunning for Stern's coveted top spot at SiriusXM. Gossip Cop investigates. Andy aiming to be the next Howard. According to the National Enquirer, Cohen is hoping to take over for the retiring Howard Stern. Cohen already had his own station on the radio network, so he would be a natural replacement for the private parts star, source says. With no radio experience, he convinced SiriusXM to give him his own channel. Now he's gunning to replace Howard. How would this work? So it's like they're... I feel like they ran this piece because Sandra Bernhardt is on Andy's channel. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of feel like they knew this might be coming out this blind item mm -hmm. and they were trying to sort well, of yeah put something in front of it well it's very possible because if it says here she was dissuaded not only by the people of the dj but also by a late night talk show host i believe that's a uh, that's letterman not kimmel not anybody that's on because it doesn't specify current Late night I talk think it show was host. I would think it was Andy Cohen. He's a late night talk show host. He it, does watch is, what happens it, live. Is it late night? Yes. Okay. It's at is eleven that thirty. Is that it on every be. night, Sam? Is that it's on, on every, every night. night. It could it could be, but I I'm thinking Letterman because she he goes back with her to the comedy store like all the way back. Well, she fucked Leno. 
<laughs> that too, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, she's a bullshit the... artist. She also said she was with Ralph, which, you know, which no one believed. But yeah. Well, she Go said ahead. Jay had a big hog. Yeah. That's what I've heard too up there with Uncle Milty and Forrest Tucker, right? Supp- supposedly, which is probably another reason why Wiggy hates him all these years. Uh, yeah. Dennis? Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting about Letterman, but would he care enough? Um, and also, would he be tight enough with her, like in 2021, to have be, have a constant dialogue with her? But I can't think of it. Like, who? It wouldn't be Kimmel because Kimmel's got no balls. Uh, it wouldn't be, and he's really got no connection. He's connected to Howard, but not so much anymore recently. And either either way, if if it's Andy Cohen, if Andy Cohen has a late night show, that's a better guess at this point in time. Yeah, but you know what? Cohen has his own channel. I can't see him leaving. Why would he? How, he would, has his the, own how would this work? It's unclear what this tabloid thinks is going to happen. Sirius XM has literally a hundred different stations with hundreds of personalities. It. In its ranks, Stern was instrumental in growing SiriusXM's user base from 600,000 subscribers to nearly 35 million. I love how the million number always changes. 60, 30, 50, 1,000, 100. Like, well, just name any million. But he's just one of many names with his own stations and fan bases. In practice, how could Cohen replace Stern? The only person who could ever host the Howard Stern show is, by definition, Howard Stern. Would Stern's stations be converted (laughs) into Cohen's stations? That doesn't sound like a replacement as much as a schedule change. This whole story falls apart the minute you think critically about it. Does it? Because to me, it sounds like you guys want Andy Cohen's stations to be more expanded and you want Howard's to get the fuck out of here. Okay, quick quick question. Is Andy on Sirius XM? Yeah. Okay. He has his own chat he has his own channel. It's 103, one oh two. Which whichever, either either way. It would yeah. that would uh, he he's much younger, way younger. Tom Morello is a lot younger than Wiggy. It's clear that they want to phase Wiggy out somehow. Or they want, or I think in some way they're hoping he does something to step in shit so they can just shit can him. And then, like, they wouldn't have to pay him the rest oh. of his contract if there's a clause in there saying, no, 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 we got to, you know, because uh, I can't believe they're a stupid, I know they're a stupid company, but they would have to make some kind of proviso in the contract to um, dump him without having to pay out the rest of his shit salary. This says Stern sticking around. This story was published in August when it looked like Stern would retire. He's not. Right. In December, right. Sirius, Sirius XM announced that Stern had signed a five-year deal to stay on the station. While Cohen could never really replace Stern, he won't have the theoretical opportunity. Wait, what does that mean? We'll also I mean, point. It means we made up this story out of thin air. <laughs> yeah, but it also means it also is like sharks swimming around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll yeah. also point out that Cohen has appeared on Stern's show many times. So there's no bad, bad blood whatsoever. Stern's extension just confirms what we already knew. This report is utter nonsense. See, that to me sounds, if you're, if you're feigning, if you're putting this out there, something's up. And then that blind item comes out nine days later and she's on your channel. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. So, so speculate, Sam. I think that the heads of Sirius and whoever took over that Jennifer, what, mm-hmm. what's or whatever her name is, Jennifer, I, Witz. Yeah, Jennifer, Witz. I, I don't think they like Stern. 
I don't think they're happy with him. No, they're certainly not. He's not coming back. He has a large, large base of employees that they have to keep track of that he doesn't want to keep track of that are all working from home because he refuses to go back to the studio, which makes it really hard for them to pay somebody to do God knows what all week long and keep track of that workload. Also consider this. He has one of the largest, if not the largest compound in the Sirius XM building. And sitting there empty. Sitting there empty. Do you know what the fucking costs of maintaining that place? Like just the rental, like the rental fees day to day to keep it, have it empty. I mean, Jesus Christ, they must be hemorrhaging money through that just alone daily. Yeah. He has his own elevator. I heard too. It goes right into the compound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All that crap. So anyway, it's an office space. Think about just regular offices in Manhattan that are now abandoned because everybody realized, well, we're not going to pay for this space again. And yet the king in his fortress is sitting there <laughs> and they're paying for a p- compound that they can't touch. So we've I established mean, it's, it's yeah. crazy. We've established that um, the blast has been designated as a beefus dumping ground pardon the expression, because she's featured in that and he's figured in, featured in the things.com, which is ironic because he looks like a thing. And, um, the, um, the, oh. you know, the, the, uh, the, you know, the patron, the patron saint of cat shit and the Stepford Ostrowski here, uh, there's an article that came out on May 7th by this guy, Mike Walters <laughs> and the layout is horrible. Dennis, I mean, you know, a little, you know, about writing for sure. And you know, your your way around a computer. The layout of this fucking website, how night, how like 2002 does this look? You're being kind. I would say in the <laughs> mid nineties, you know, I studied journalism in college. I was a journalist. Yeah. You guys know that for a while. Right. You know, I had to write some articles, but I never wrote an article and I had to headline it like this. <laughs> this is pure spin. This is what would, we used oh. to call advertorial. Would which you, would you, advertorial. Would you, can you read the title, title for us? Howard Stern's wife, comma, Beth, comma, strips down to lingerie while cleaning kitten poop. <laughs> yeah, How I want to be the guy is... who wrote that. <laughs> Can you imagine and, and, what kind of scrub you'd get to do this? Who would say, yes, I'll do it. I'll take any and, gig. And the picture is awful. She's looking off to uh, the side, and it's not balanced properly. And The oh, picture, she... <laughs> Please include this in the YouTube video. My God. You know when they do bad flashbacks in movies, like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, and they're like flashback to what they look like or something? What is she fucking wearing? What is she wearing? It looks like it looks like you know there she was in Hurricane Katrina and some ribbon like at a like an opening of a street flew onto her tits (laughs) and covered her. Yeah. And then she decided, okay, this is what I'm going with, you know, Katrina Chic. She, yeah. she looks like, you know, like an, a car, a car, a used car sales opening. And it's like a wavy wind guy that's like, come on down. And it's like those <laughs> wavy guys flapping in the wind. It looks like she just ran by one and decided to, I'm wearing this flappy guy on so, my chest. I'm going to start reading it and I will include some inserts, guys. Hopefully they don't flag us for, you know, copyright photograph, you know, uh, infringement. Howard Stern's wife just proved you can do chores around the house, like cleaning up after your pet's poop and still look smoking hot while doing it. Oh, no. Oh, By the way, this was, this was written on May 7th. 
Yes. So so now we have we have the we have mine, which was nine days before. This is two mm. days before, and then that blind item dropped. How interesting. Yes. Beth Stern just took to Instagram showing off one of her morning routines where she cleans up the kitty poop all over the house before she moves on to the adult foster cats. As you know, the Stern family is big in the animal rescue business and has a host of animals inside their house at any given time. But in this case, the kitty's mess ended up on her clothes. So she stripped down to her bra and underwear to finish the job. It is an (laughs) uppercase. Amazing. Exclamation point. Take a look, and there's a picture oh. of her. Oh, <laughs> oh, can, oh I, can I please God. go? Can I please read? Yes, if you'd like to. Can you read it from there, or do you have your own? Wait, hold on. Let me do the. I got to read the caption first. Okay. See the breathtaking photos, and it's real. It it is a malnourished, <laughs> strung out beef in ankle socks. Mismatched. <laughs> you're right. They might be. Actually, I don't think they are. But let's. Okay. So you're going to read the next part here. My husband. She captioned the photo. My husband always laughs at me during mid morning kitty rounds when I have to take off my stinky kitten poop clothes before I go to do my adult fosters. Isn't my life glamorous? <laughs> Beth captioned the stunning photo. You know that Josh, sorry, sorry, you know that Jaja Gabor would have always lived for these photographs if she were still alive. <laughs> and Joey yeah. Rivers, too, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know, but you know like, like, did it social life girls like that, like, Dennis, weren't they more glamorous? Like, you talk about Jaja Gabor, like, you know, dilettante social climbing fox back then at least had more class to not do shit like this. Right, they were proper right? whores. They were proper whores. This is not right. Yeah, right. Jaja, you had Ava, you had Magda, the other yes. one. Yeah, and they it... they were classy. And Jaja had an acting career. She was in some movie called Touch of Evil with Orson Welles in the six nineteen sixty. That's, that's a great and they movie. Were class, and they were classy. They look classy. There is nothing sexy in that photo. No. Well, let's, well, okay, let's start with kitten poop and then work our way down through the photo. I mean, like, it's just, this is what you decide you want out there for people to to know you for? Like, that you just, you cleaned up kitten shit and you went down to your fucking drawers? I just don't get it. Unless it's, it's one of those things clean she's... clean and dirty. Clean, well, I'm clean. Yes. Or I'm in the process of making things clean. But either way, there's, there's no glamour. Who would ever let you get photographed like this? Bending over with your fucking species Natasha Henstrich fucking spine coming out of yeah. your, you know. It, look, it looks like it looks like she's going to, like, that spine is going to pop right out of her fucking body. Like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it literally looks like a dinosaur, you know, like we just uncovered steg- it in, in, in Egypt. We just are, like, dusting it off. We're just like, yeah. oh my God, what is this? Uh, by the way, Gary Puppet or Matthew Schultz, your your job, your objective for this Photoshop is to take Beth in this picture as low res it is, as it is, and like photograph her somehow in the you know the burial the in the um the pictures of Pompeii and Herculaneum with all these people <laughs> like holding onto their dogs and whatever, just plastic oh. plaster. Oh, you know what I would like? Please put a dinosaur head on her, like a sort of. <laughs> Stegosaurus or something, please. (laughs) Okay. Continue, please. She 
She included several hashtags. Include she included several hashtags, including what a brilliant writer. What do you think, Dan? Hey, you know what, Beefish? You can come to my house. I empty kid litter boxes. You know, you can come into my house too. That is ridiculous. What does that even Has- mean? Hashtag <laughs> hashtag stripping between rounds. Hashtag poopy kitten clothes. Hashtag hope this makes you laugh. And hashtag morning workout. Obviously, Junior photo is. <laughs> she doesn't know how to use hashtags. Still, it's going on yeah. what ten years. Obviously, yeah. the photo isn't supposed to show off how incredibly sexy this supermodel is, but it is hard not to notice how much the foster mother is on fire. Poop or no poop in parentheses. <laughs> this isn't the first time Stern's wife has melted down the internet while promoting the cat foster life. Oh, man. Dash, a few weeks back, she posted a picture sporting her new cat bikini. Check this out. Hottest ever! <laughs> Exclamation point. Oh my that, god. <laughs> that, is, that is so ugly. They painted in cleavage. Do you see that, Sam? Looks like oh they put some god. shadows in there. Look Looks like the bottom doesn't match the top <laughs> as far as the nipples. <laughs> Look at it. She's just too bronzed. Yeah, she is. What am I looking yeah. at? What am I yeah. looking at? Okay, you're looking well, okay. At, you're looking at Wiggy the way he takes photos. And plays with them afterwards. This looks like an outtake for a failed ad for Hawaiian Tropic on top of this. And okay, the refund gap, you could you could fit fucking Ethiopia between that refund gap. And um, what was that one? (laughs) That one quote, uh, you know, I can't remember. It'll come back to me. Something about, uh, you know, if there's um, if there's that much space space between your tits, maybe just get rid of them altogether. (laughs) Uh, I think I don't even know if that's her tits or if they're photoshopped or if that's old either way yeah it just so it looks like one of those you know a catalog but also log ad like a bad catalog ad yeah but why is her face why is her face covered and her hair is really her hair is really stringy yeah like over processed but yeah, that's a good question. I was thinking about that too. Why are they covering her face? Could this be like her doppelganger or somebody they dug up? Coke circles. No. I don't know. Rings around her. She's she's got a she's never had an attractive face, so God God no. Mm-hmm. Um the next part is a few fa- f- next part reads a few famous friends couldn't help but comment on the smoking hot photo including <laughs> biggest loser bot star Bob Harper. Yeah, we all know oh, Bob. Oh god, a gay guy. A gay guy. Couldn't <laughs> That's right. Every yes. every straight guy is going to be drooling over what Bob Harper thinks. Bob Harper, who wrote, I think I'm straight after looking at this photo. Oh, my. <laughs> Are we reading the National Lampoon? Is this really... a joke on us? Yeah, it looks it reads like it reads like cracked or something. You're right. Even stripping down from kitten poopy, you are gorgeous, my dear XO, a fan said. Another added, I don't think people realize, at least I didn't until you post something like this, exactly how your life starts in the morning. And you have your hands full for sure. Yeah, with fucking clients' dicks, I guess. Jesus yeah. Christ. So as always, someone pointed out how pointed out how lucky Howard is for being married to this beautiful human being, saying he's a lucky man indeed to be graced with your amazing being every day uh, and and they link there's another article married to this beautiful human being and there's a instagram link to that um one person said it clearly the hottest cat lady ever <laughs> steam or stunning photos 
Oh, oh my god. Oh Wait, my we'll scroll god. down. Oh geez, I just went back out of there. Hold on, let me see if I can get that again. Uh history. Okay. Yeah, I'll get back I'm on there. Finishing it. <laughs> no, that is the end of it. <laughs> no, it's oh, is not. That the, oh, it's not. Oh shit. I thought there was more. There wasn't more. Okay. So there's the next picture. Now her ha- face it there's more of her face, but it's 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 covered mostly by hair or whatever fucking stringy hay that is uh, sunglasses and most of the hat so it's just a profile it, shot but guys basically it looks like if the if it cousin it took a vacation <laughs> and cousin it was more attractive than our in mexico <laughs> that's okay. an ugly hat i mean the hat is hideous oh Look at this. It's all series and, of photos. I thought just the And one. it's captured Howard Stern, luckiest guy in the world. Yeah. As you know, Howard and Beth are very open about their work with fostering and rescuing animals. Yeah, because you said it in the last paragraph, stupid. <laughs> Beth, re- <laughs> sorry, that was that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, I, would, I would be tuning in all the time if it was written like that. <laughs> Beth recently opened up during the pandemic about the process of adopting and caring for an animal in need. She's always opening up about that. She's got nothing. She's got nothing. What do you mean? Everything's about this. She's been 10 years opening up about this. We Mm -hmm. know you can adopt an animal. Thank you. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I think I told you guys that somebody posted they worked at North Shore Animal League and Beth would come in a limo. Come out, <laughs> go in for 10 minutes, take photos, and then leave. Oh, yes. Photo op. All those kids. That's all those fucking cats are. And if they have, if they don't have any help there, you know she really just leaves shit there. Was it that, um, what was the photo, Sam, where it was on the bed or something and there was, no, you saw that there was wet cat food, like oh, yeah, leftover wet, cat food. Wet and the cat food. And, and shit. Uh, and and like, shit, yeah, everywhere. I remember place. that. I remember those photos, Sam. Yeah, there was crap all over the place that she never yeah. picked yep. up. And okay. Uh, okay, let's continue with uh, yeah the next part. She reminds me of Meghan Markle. It's a chance to provide a temporary home to an animal in need until the animal is ready for permanent placement. She said, adding, "It also gives a potential adopter the opportunity to ensure a good fit for them—a real win-win." Bottom line, the major winner here is Howard Stern. Oh, my God. Oh, God. You know what this reminds me of, Fillmore? Um, I don't like Hemingway's writing very much. And every year there's this contest where you have to imitate Hemingway. Sure. In his style, you write these declarative stupid sentences. Yeah. That's what this sounds like. Well, except it's. It couldn't be more gay that like Hemingway, at the very least, he oozed masculinity, maybe toxic masculinity, as some some would have you. But this is this is like a shitty low rent high school Hemingway, like someone who just read for, for whom the bell tolls and decide this is the way I'm going to do it. Now, I mean, Jesus she, Christ, her foot looks like a weapon. Look at how big <laughs> and look at how what are we talking like size. Size, I don't know women's it's, sizes, but what, well, what so is they it? said 13, size 13, I believe, is, is the one that's I, been. She, they, she said 11, but I believe <laughs> it's a, I believe it's bigger than that. And it, it's a scary foot. That I believe it's really thin and kind of untapered, just weird. Well, this one is covered up in a bunch of sand as well. <laughs> She's probably doing that to try to make them look smaller. 
Um, but at the same time, you're right. Yeah, they do. They do look like something you'd use, uh, you know, in at the end of the apocalypse to assault people with. Um, so, <laughs> and that's the end of the article. That's it. That's how it ends with a picture of her. And by the way, she's holding the Helen Rose tote, which they put the, you know, the shitty drawing that Howard did of his cat that once right. was small, but now is an obese monster cat. Right. Um, in a sneaker, they put it on a tote bag and they said all proceeds go to uh, Beth's furry friends. Okay. First of all, the charity Bianca's Furry Friends defunct didn't file taxes for the last two years. Now mm-hmm. it's suddenly Beth's Furry Friends. I haven't seen a tax form for this. I've been looking. I've been asking. No tax forms. I have no idea where this money goes to. So when they say that you buy a tote, it goes to Beth's Furry Friends. What that means, I don't know. Because it doesn't it, exist as a 5013-something. They trademarked no. the name... So they trademarked the name Beth's Furry Friends uh, this year in mm-hmm. February. Okay. And they switched it. So they trademarked the name. They don't pay taxes. It's not a 501 whatever. So I don't know what they're doing. Um, go ahead, Dennis. That bag looks so cheap, that tote. Was that two pieces of materials strung together? Well, it's yeah, just shit, a shit canvas, shit, shit canvas. canvas. And like, you yeah. know, I have like totes that I got from NPR, you know, radio stations. They're kind of big. You can go to the beach with that'll fall right. apart in two seconds. And plus that horrible photo. And, you know, cats being too fat can cause lots of issues. You can get oh, pancreatitis. Yeah. I mean, it's really bad. Cats have, kind of have to be in the middle, not too skinny, not too fat. But when you're that fat, you can get cancer. You, they get arthritis. Like people do. Her cats, her cats are already having issues. They had their anal glands explode and she wouldn't put it on a diet. She wouldn't put Pebble, the eyeless cat, on a diet. It's uh, it's it's actually it's absolute cruelty to animals. Not that I really care that much. I'm not a pet owner, but I understand people that get like you know a certain way. And I, if I'm if I want to explain the picture, guys, like you'll see it. But either way, it reminds me of those awful like Ann Gettys pictures that were big in the '90s of mm-hmm. all babies sitting on stuff dressed as corn and dressed as fucking strawberries and shit. Everybody passed throw- by those calendars. Uh, yes, exactly. Mall. Exactly. And so you throw a cat instead, like her cat on a fucking one of Wig's Converse that looks like, you know, the size of the the Concord. And um, anyway, it just looks like shit. And you, the other thing is, who expects uh, like a billionaire, like a, a multimillionaire's wife to be shilling her shilling this shit, you know, like uh, in, in 2021? Like might- there's. I just don't get the the concept behind it. Like, do you not know how awful this your, this makes your beard look? Do you know how bad it looks, especially after everything that has gone on during this pandemic? You seriously, right. you might as well stand outside of a flea market and just sell tchotchkes <laughs> and say donate. It's that fucking bad. It's that bad. What is the what is the neighbors? Or what the neighbors? This is a this is a comment. There's two comments on the article. One's from La Yegorova. My neighbor's stepsister makes ninety one every hour on the internet. She has been laid off for five months, and her last (laughs) paycheck was one nine seven nine two. Working at home a few hours every week. Go to this site www.working4com only. Please don't include only. 
And then some some fucking, you know, like intern probably wrote down uh, Jerry Helvete. Oh, yeah. Wowza. Yowza. Um, does Beth happen to have a sister who goes for the very handsome slacker type? <laughs> no, but she has a couple of guys, both brothers. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I've ever used the, I don't I don't think I've ever used the word Yowza in my life. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, that's just anyway. So that was the blast. And then there was another. Let me make sure I got this right. Uh, (laughs) Guys, if Beth's if you were in jail, Beth's foot would be considered like weaponry. They'd be like shaking you down. They'd be like, I'm not sure. That would be that would be the shiv. You might have to put her. We might have to put her in solitary. You know how hard it is to carve a footprint into a Bible? <laughs> so, it's so jagged and disgusting. <laughs> so here was the other one from the things.com that we wanted to do originally because I found it. And I mean, somebody would have found it anyway because we love this guy who's probably, you know, doing IT on the side in, in, in Calcutta. Um, so Dylan Parker from the things.com. This was on the 4th of May. This was oh, it, so we, all before the blind item. All, all before the blind item. But, but, but post Maureen Callahan New York Post article. So this this particular one might be the gayest picture I've ever seen of him with a pink iPhone <laughs> cover. <laughs> and an OJ isotoner glove. <laughs> and I would say that this picture, I'd hazard that this is like 2008, maybe 2007. It looks like uh, AGT time. So later. I don't know, because that looks like a pretty fat iPhone, stumpy iPhone. They got thinner and thinner as the years went by. And um, it just, anyway, it looks like an old, way old stock photo. So With the shades and the wig. Well, yeah, that, wig. that's, that, yeah, that's, I'm saying it could be AGT, but it, it definitely we're looking at more than seven years ago. That's for sure. Dennis. You know, when iPhones go on sale, people run out and they hold up their iPhones that they're proud yeah. of. That's yeah. what he's doing. He got a pink one. He's showing his true colors. <laughs> it's, oh it's my like, God. And look at it's Ralph. Like look at Ralph in the bottom left. Oh, is that Ralph? That is Ralph. Yeah, right there. Oh my God, it is. Yeah, he looks like it looks like him, <laughs> the assassin right before the <laughs> the bullet Papa. goes off, right before the gun goes off. Okay, looks that's his best Mark David Chapman impression. Good job, Mark. Good job, uh, Ralph. So this one's called Inside Howard Stern's Feud with Facebook. Facebook went a little too far in an effort to ensure Howard Stern wasn't an imposter on their platform. Now, um, I'm going to read the first paragraph. For a litany of legitimate reasons, all sorts of celebrities seem to be waging war against Facebook. Much of this stems from Sasha Baron Cohen's amazing takedown of Mark Zuckerberg and his company. Uh, And there's a YouTube link provided. Among the celebrities with issues with Facebook is legendary radio host Howard Stern. Although Howard's issues with the social media company have very little to do with the biggest complaints that Sasha, Leo DiCaprio, and the like have. Frankly, Howard's issues with Facebook are a lot funnier. Okay, now before we go into that, guys, I'm going to play part of a clip from May 19th uh, 2010 almost exactly 11 years ago to the day so one sec let me cue crazy but it was a mess so anyway he's going to talk about how he went on Facebook to connect with his elementary school friends and how they shit all over him (laughs) thank you okay so well bear with us guys I don't know how the book signing went or anything like that I I went to bed and she came in much later so I had to go to sleep (laughs) she actually posted on (laughs) Beth Beth trotted and hammered he's totally unaware (laughs) 
Bing bong. I, I left my keys here. Help me, honey. <laughs> Facebook that there was crazy traffic. Oh, did she? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she's all about that Facebook. <laughs> she loves posting. She has such a better Facebook page than mine. Not, nobody writes to me on my Facebook. <laughs> and Beth said to me that my Facebook page was heartbreaking. I go, listen, I'm not going to sit there and, and, and spend half my day loading shit up for the 30 people that I allowed on my Facebook page. First of all, in the beginning, I allowed a lot more people on, and then I unfriended all of them. <laughs> oh, my God. What an idiot. Not understanding any of it. And it's he, and he had the he had the financial resources to around this time when this was all going on. There mm -hmm. were plenty of people who who he could have hired within SiriusXM even yeah. to do this for him. Opie and Anthony did this. Yeah, you task someone like Jason or somebody. Jason's involved in the photographs on the show anyway. So why not say, look, make a Facebook page. You're in charge of it. And um, and I think later on it became that way. I think Jason did take over after the summit and he announced, oh, like you're going to be. 10 years too late. <laughs> yeah, literally, you know, seven, seven years after Facebook's already sort of become, you know, part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> because they just started writing shitty comments to me. These oh, are really? friends. These are actual friends. Like not like, you know, and they were writing bad things. There were a couple of people that I allowed on there from my childhood that I really don't know anymore. Like I knew them oh. in third grade. <laughs> oh, let let's 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 start this pity party, shall we? <laughs> oh my god. Imagine how stupid you have to be to be a celebrity and you let personal friends on because you don't understand how the social media thing works when you're a celebrity and how you have to have different you have to have different accounts. You have to have yes. different things going. I mean, what kind of shit? How many people work there that you couldn't have figured this out? Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable, actually. That's just quite believable if you're 79. Dennis? He, he should call Jeff Schick if he's still around. Jeff Schick was a big <laughs> OS2 guy. That's how far back he goes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I follow Mark Lindsay of Paul Revere and the Raiders, one of my favorite 60s bands. Okay. And he has 5,000 people, which is the limit you can have. But it's a fan page. I'm doing right. quotes here. Right. Yeah, you keep it separately. You don't yep. do it this way. The probably people are saying, what the hell are you doing, man? And, yes. you know. The fact that Baba Booey had great friends and your fans involved in the same page. I I mean, I have my first great friends on my Facebook page, but you know, I'm not famous or anything, but you don't do that. You differentiate. It's 79. <laughs> Jeff Schick was now you know, you know what the problem was Jeff Schick was already giving him a tutorial on SIM cards and as you know they were going to take over the future. Sam? <laughs> yeah, Howard's the, Howard's the really smart person that just decided to buy a Bitcoin today. Yeah. Aid. Right, that is the beauty of Facebook that everybody tells me about finding people you used to know. Yeah, and then they started to write like weird comments about like uh hey man, you didn't get into uh you were in the second track. You weren't in first track. Like you were. Like I'm retarded. Original Facebook. Yeah, and I just went, wait a second. I don't know who this guy. First of all, I ha and then I find myself defending myself. I go, uh, hey, shithead, I seem to remember you in second track. I was first tracked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
<laughs> is this what he does in his free time? I mean, yes. if, if this is true and he's not trying to make us feel no, sorry for him. I, I believe it's him. Real- I believe him. There's nothing about this that sounds like it's a lie because it's coming out of him free form. And yes, he's, he's not, but the thing is he's a liar, but he's not a particularly gifted liar. If we're, if our show has proven anything over the years is that when he starts stuttering and shit, when he starts, you know, losing track and trailing off. That's when he's making up the lie as it's going along. This is, he might be embellishing a little bit, but he, I don't believe that they didn't send these awful notes to him. Go ahead. Go, I don't, go ahead, Sam. If, if there's anything I don't believe, it's I don't believe maybe the swearing or the, yeah. or the, you know, the verbiage, but I definitely think who says track the way he describes the levels of schooling. That's yeah. something that's specific to that school. That's not something that's like some American thing where it's like you're on this track and I'm on this track. That sounds school specific. So this yeah. definitely happened. In high school, we had one, two, three, four. And the ones were the best and the fours were on the short bus. We that had was... to take we had we had we had local diploma. We had to either graduate in local um regents, honors, and that was I think that was it. I don't think there was anything higher than that. And that just changed where like you had to graduate with regents in between our graduating year. So it was like uh, kids either you couldn't graduate with uh, the local diploma anymore. You had to pass these regents exams, which Mm -hmm. a lot of kids didn't because, you know. I was in Mrs. Denmark's class in second grade, and in sixth grade, I was in Mrs. Lazar's. Oh, you're talking about elementary school? Fucking elementary school, these fuckers. Oh, my God. So I went to myself, what am I doing? I'm allowing people into my life I shouldn't even know anymore. And like, and then the guy wrote me and said, you know, gee, did I say something wrong at you? Unfriended me. And I just wrote, no, 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 no worries. And then, like, I... <laughs> so he's even passive-aggressive pussy on Facebook. <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. How did he rate him if he was unfriended? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right? I mean, you can no, chat, you, you can do it through chat. Actually, I guess, no, I think if you unfriend, you could still message the person. You can. Yeah. 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 Imagine Stern as a little kid, though. Imagine, like, six foot tall in the second grade with a school bag. <laughs> trying to go into class. <laughs> just Billy just the visual. With the, with the bad teeth before he had them fixed and the, and the Beezer, the whole bit. Oh God! So I just think it's so interesting, though, that he said yes to these youth friends in his life in the mm. mix of like regular, you know, stern life people. And they're giving him shit about being in a track. And that's what he's concerned about, is that I wasn't on the same track as you. I wasn't as smart as you. That's I mean, right. that's such a. Who cares? You're a multimillionaire. Good for you. I'd be like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. I was on track zero and I'm a billionaire. Right. Bye. Like, who cares? Well, but he's the, so consumed with this. He's consumed with uh, every single slight. And it ties into, uh, I know a lot of people want us to, you know, think it's just a matter of us trying to shoehorn him into a type of personality disorder. But the more we do these NPD episodes with Bob D, a.k.a. Chicago Bob, Dr. Bob, whatever you want to call him, um, the more we have to do, the more, the less work we have to do shoehorning anything. It seems to fit him like a fucking, like a, like one of Beth's uh, Converse sneakers. Yeah, Dennis. It's so evident, you know, they should do like a study on Stern with an NPD in some sort of college because he hits everyone. Yes. And I think, and, yes. and Dr. And Dr. D. Todd, yeah, Dr. Todd Grande, 
I, I've yeah. reached out to him and said, look, please do one of these profiles on Howard Stern. But the problem is he would have to use so many different clips from so many different years. He, he couldn't really, I don't think he could do it justice because it would have to be a fucking saga. Yeah, it would be multi-issue. Bob D, by the way, is an American treasure. Bob, you are the man. I, I've told you that you are an American treasure. But, uh, um, but it's like he should be a study. I mean, he just checks all the checkboxes. One, yeah. one, 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 one. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's NPD because listen to what he's concerned about. He is bringing up on the air to his, quote, millions of listeners, unquote, lie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that he is upset about a third grade student that he may or may not have went to school with put him on the wrong track in his head. I mean, that's how trivial it is and mm-hmm. do you th- and he's bringing it up yeah so it obviously happened this wouldn't be something you just invent yeah no yeah. god no this and this is before back office staff really got into full flow of faking shit and calling into the you know the you know you know what i mean it was it's just it's not um <laughs> like who cares yeah no, if somebody yeah, were to be well, like if somebody were to contact me and be like hey did you i remember you you fell asleep on a toilet in a park on prom picnic, I'd be like, you're right. Thanks for finding me. <laughs> like, like, who gives a shit? Dennis? Why do you care? I went to Catholic school and in fifth grade, I decided to call my teacher on the phone and I had a sweater on a really thin sweater and tried to disguise my voice. And she was young. I was maybe... I don't know. How old are you in fifth grade? She was maybe 10 years yeah. older. And she goes, I know it's you, Dennis DeMarco. And I hung up. So anyway, when I got to class, she made me stand outside in the hallway. And my friends gave me crap about it. It would be like me worrying about that all these years later. <laughs> Something so trivial that, yeah, I, I mean, I prank called, you know, Barbara Misty Virgilio. And it's like, it's so, it's so, it's like, it's like you said, Sam, it's just so who cares? I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give my, I'll give my own little analogy. Um, there's this kid, uh, Dave something. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he, I was in kindergarten, but he, and my brother was, um, uh, would have been 12. So grade seven, I guess. And, um, he, uh, <laughs> he taught me how to say, what time is it? What time is it? And he goes, I am supposed to say it's orgy time. So one of the recess, uh, workers, <laughs> one of the recess, you know, helpers told my kindergarten teacher and I didn't get in shit, but my brother got yelled at by the kindergarten teacher. Like, how did he learn that word? How did, you know, whatever. I didn't even know what the oh fuck it meant. Of course. God. Why should I, you know, <laughs> I shouldn't know these things nowadays. They're probably given Blumpkins in grade one. So at any rate, um, uh, at any rate, um, <laughs> my brother, we laugh. They're giving you hormones and making you read like porn books, right? In the and diversity section. So I, don't worry, <laughs> things yes. get advanced. And yes. banning, banning the catcher in the rye and Huck Finn. I just did a paper on that for school. The banning of books. So anyway, oh I, it's, I could just imagine my brother, like you know, fifty years later, going. You know, I took a lot of shit for that that thing you said. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it right. was your friend. It was your buddy that did it to me. You know, like, yeah, why he, would you hold on brothers... to something that it wasn't even like you're you're 12 years old. Your 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 personality is going to be it's fairly established at 12. You're not really going to change that much generally. And the other thing is, it's not his teacher. It's not like he's getting crap from you know for anything really severe. But imagine him holding on to that and take raging about it years later. 
I'd laugh about it. You'd have to. With friends you... that I held on to, but he can't do that because he's. No. He says 79 and he's oh. an emotionally, uh, he's like emotionally, like we say he's got the mind of a 13 year old. He has the motions of a fucking toddler. That's why we say King baby. Uh, Dennis. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, when I talk to my friends they make fun of me calling her on the phone, you know, but it's good natured sort of thing. Yes, it's of like course. that. It, it's just joking around. We would never, ever fixate about that. But 13, I think he's even younger. He just, he has no filter. None. His eyes must have been gone. Boom, boom, boom. Can you imagine? <laughs> Probably <laughs> going back and forth like a cuckoo clock. The thing when a cuckoo, not a cuckoo clock, one of those grandfather yeah, clocks. Yeah, cuckoo clock. Yeah. And it's just so trivial. Who yeah. the hell cares? Yeah. It just, I, didn't want to, I didn't even want to confront him. It was ridiculous. The guy was like bad mouthing me. That I'm I'm retarded. Right, you weren't in first track. <laughs> and then, um, some of the people from third grade were getting together for a reunion, and one of the guys started writing um, that uh, hey, he doesn't want to come. Fuck him, <laughs> you know, he, uh, dude. I had something to do. Sorry, I don't want to go to the third grade reunion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to meet with the guys. Hey, can we get one of these guys on the podcast? Imagine finding I, I out what so he was like. I would so love to. I would so God, love. I would I'm working. That. I'm working on getting one of his high school buddies that on, and that one will be kind of touch and go because he's already talked a little bit about Stern over the years, and he might be fed up with it, or you know, doesn't want to go down too far into that rabbit hole. I don't even. I want these elementary school people. I want. Me too. I want these. Yeah, like well met or before. Yeah. Like Roosevelt, not Roosevelt, you know, year of, we'll have to find out that year, maybe get into that group and find out, see if, does anybody, did anybody go to school with Howard? Can you please do us, do an interview with us? <laughs> can you, preferably a group interview so you can all give every if, shit story about he's him. retarded. How stupid can you be? I mean, you know what I mean? When I was well, young and there's people I thought you, you weren't maybe the smartest people in the world. Mm-hmm. I never thought they were retarded that has to be really bad i think he was he was i think he was a slow kid like he absolutely was a slow kid in the sense of uh not even dyslexia perhaps but just and just a, a notoriously dumb student you know the ones that you the teacher gives them like two minutes to come up with the answer and they're they're scratching their head they're fiddling their pencil they're looking around they don't even have a guess that's close to it that kind of kid or or if not stupid, then just so painfully shy, doesn't want to answer because afraid to look like an idiot. But either way, it's going to come out as you looking like a, a doorknob. So I can see him being both ways, developmentally challenged and so shy, too shy to answer in a timely fashion so that you look like, you know, you, you got your, you got a head on your shoulders. Uh, Sam? Well, we know he doesn't read. So yes. that's, I mean, we know he doesn't read, which mm-hmm. is, you know, generally people who don't read, you know. Okay, but like, let's say, let's say he was a, let's say he was a savant in a different way, like a genius of a different type of creativity and like, pretend, go on that thread, (laughs) you know, whatever, pretend, like, let's just pretend. Right. He only mimics talking points when it comes to politics or government or any sort of nuanced thought if it's Ben's. Yes. It's not his. Yes. It's right. not his. Right. 
he's the sum total of everything he's heard, read, seen, or been told by, you know, whoever. And it's you, it was always Ben, you're right, back in the day. But if it was some friend, some so-called friend, which we all know is a trainer or some paid flunky, uh, then he decided, <laughs> okay, that's, then that's the Britannica entry. And I'm going with that. Like if one, if, 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 uh, what's his name? Who was that fuckhead that, uh, that Pat, who, Pat. No, who was the fuck? Yeah, Pat Menaki. If Pat Menaki had told oh, yeah, him the, the world was flat, he'd go on a tirade for two hours saying, you know what? Your boat's going to fly right off the face of the earth <laughs> if you go too far, Robin. Tell Captain Dennis to have those fucking uh, those alarms in case you get too close to the edge. Dennis. Yeah, I was going to say, when he was on WNBC, he said the only book he ever read was Black Like Me. Yes. Do you guys know about that book? Sure, I read it as a kid. Yeah, I read it as a kid, too, and he, he made himself black through some sort of injections or whatever yes it was and a he pill. was proud of it you know we were talking about of mice and men earlier he, he doesn't know about that he has a wikipedia brain okay let me just hold on for a second i'm gonna see if i can get this one um correctly um okay this is a clip i'm gonna save it for when we come back it's just called howard is retarded and i think i had it on my old channel but i'll play it later after we do after we're finished with this just to kind of tie into what we know he knows about his own stu- his own smarts or lack thereof Fucking moron. Why would you like, go to a third fuck grade? Him. With third grade, such a great year. Third grade blue. Donkey <laughs> dick. And besides, I don't have this romantic notion of the people I went to elementary school who all moved away from Roosevelt. And frankly, none of them ever picked up a phone and called me to come visit them when I was stuck in a black neighborhood. <laughs> Did you get what the message? The fuck? <laughs> what the oh hell is God. he talking about? I'm sorry, was this a new uh, PSA for Black Lives Matter? Anyone listening? (laughs) (laughs) I was stuck in a black neighborhood. I was praying for my friends to bake me a cake with a hacksaw on it. (laughs) He used to say on WNBC when he was a kid, his friends would call him Howard the Coward, and that would really bother him. So I wonder if any of these grade school friends kind of brought that back up again. That would be kind of funny. I'd love to know. Oh, are you sorry that you don't have, you know, <laughs> the friend in Shawshank Redemption that's going to, you know, <laughs> give you rocks <laughs> to fucking bust through the hole and <laughs> well, Howard's pick, only... pick through it? Howard's only, Howard's only friend was the guy who goes, now I'm, you're going to, I'm going to open my fly and you're going to swallow <laughs> what I give you to swallow. <laughs> the only white guy. Not one of them who escaped, and and all of them did. Escaped? Not... <laughs> it was like he's like Snake Plissken from Escape from New York now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Was he? Was he that? I mean, I'm not the smartest guy, but I always got first honors in grade school and second honors and stuff like that, and it wasn't really that difficult. No, God, no. It no. really. And I went to a, like I said, I went to a Catholic grade school taught by the Sisters of Saint Joseph and. I got first honors all the time. I wasn't that smart. And he you know, can't even get that. Judging from his work ethic, I would say the biggest problem was he just didn't fucking study. He didn't do any work. And, he didn't you read. Know, yeah. Well, didn't read, didn't do any homework, did like just, you know, just a lazy piece of shit. And, uh, and maybe also tied in with that, he just, yeah, is naturally a dum-dum. So he let's... didn't read Johnny Tremaine. No. <laughs> Or the Hardy Boys. When I was a kid, I read every Hardy Boys book when I was like 11 or 12. And Nancy Drew. Fuck, I think he he would have had trouble with Mr. And those were the fun books you read in your spare time. This idiot spare time reading? No, it was jerking off to a puppet angrily. Looking at Honey West. And don't forget Honey West. (laughs) We can't forget Honey West. 
Yeah, imagining he was the one, hoping he was the one tied down. <laughs> Goddamn, say, Howard, are you okay? Or, you know, gee, love to see you. You're still a friend. So it's kind of dragged up some fucking weird memories, that goddamn Facebook. Yeah, go ahead, Sam. You know what? <laughs> I really think I want to email R.L. Stein and be like, I have a new Goosebumps series for you. <laughs> 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 it's this creepy weirdo. <laughs> Abandoned on Facebook. Abandoned in Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. And he oh. And he ends up being a bald vampire sucking the life out of his wife with no friends. He makes his all of his listeners zombies. Shrek must want to like head for the hills. Imagine that guy, what he must hear. Well, yeah. And, um, okay, let's play a little more. And, like, I'm still, I actually have a lot of friends on Facebook who are from elementary school, and it's really nice. Like, I, I get to, you know, check in with some people like that. Oh, yeah. uh, Debbie Jane Harris and Margie Sickles and uh, Shelley Reben and it sounds like the guys <laughs> remember these gay names guys and see if they're still alive. Check yeah, them out on Facebook and ask them if they yeah, like to do an interview. Everybody, please friend request them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Send yeah. them a message. We want to know <laughs> what what Margie Sickles is up to. Yeah, did you have any experiences with Wiggy at the fountain in the mall uh, trying to uh, get coins out of there with a with a magnet and a string? Uh, let's see. Guys are the. Asshole. No, no, that, like Jerry Dickowitz, I'm oh, friends with okay. on there. <laughs> Jerry these these oh, are yeah. like fake names, don't they? There's like names in your life. And he doesn't write anything weird. You know, like, 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 I don't know, some of the, some of these guys, and then some of the guys I remember weren't exactly guys I really want in my life. <laughs> oh my God, Fillmore. Yeah. This is like... This is, this I already have like, I already have the Facebook Photoshop. I already have the Facebook Photoshop in my head now. This is like a pornographic Stephen King novel. You know what I mean? Like a BDSM yeah. retarded ski Stephen King novel. If yeah. you had to start one. Oh instead, my god. I didn't tell of... all these people in third grade. We're going back to Derry Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. What would be interesting is remember among his uh, many failed project was Howard uh, Stern, the uh, high school years. Mm -hmm. I wonder how that would have been. I think he said the animation was too expensive, even though he sent it to Japan no. or something. But yeah, can you imagine what that would be like if if a he put lie. in this information? It would be a lie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he'd be the you know the Robert Goulet or the hunk back then. But like all of his other projects, of course, they never came yep. through. Nope. It really uh, just sounds like some homoerotic elementary Stephen King novel. Yeah, instead of Carrie, it's Wiggy. Uh, Matthew Schultz, if you can do that Photoshop, please. Please do, with the blood on top of him. <laughs> okay, we'll try our best. Some people were downright shady and nasty. <laughs> I don't want to... Even in third grade. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember having that good a feeling, ultimately. And well, it's you like, always said school was something you were trying to escape. Why are you looking for these people? Yeah, I know. And then the guy, well, listen, I thought it was kind of fun to reminisce about. And it was fun. Like, people talk about going to the diner and what it was like after school and, <laughs> you know, and, and talking. And, and, you know, quite frankly, Roosevelt was sort of a traumatic experience for me. And I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what is Mr. Chestnut going to be Pennywise? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. 
Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone. Or you guys want me to play a little more of that one just in case. Oh no, go right ahead. No, play more, please. This is okay. this is wonderful. Kind of like sort of remembering when it was a fun time and all of this and Wow. You know, I, I don't know. I was intrigued to see you know what it is? You get sucked in. I'm intrigued to see what everyone looks like now, go on their page, see their kids. It's kind of interesting. You know, <laughs> he won't see his own kids, but he doesn't mind seeing other people's kids on Facebook. You're on it. But, but I don't do any of that stuff. No. No. Like, no <laughs> I found a soul from my elementary school. Thank God. Like I, she, by the way, this is not surprising because in her book, she doesn't have a single friend. In Quivers of Life, it's her against the world. And the, like almost no friends exist except for some, some, I don't know, some, I don't know, saints in, um, in the, um, when she was in the Air Force. And dr london her quote-unquote psychiatrist and that's it like i mean aside from her family you'd never know she existed with any other human beings in the world it should have been called it just should have, the book should have just been called 34 but we didn't know at the time yeah <laughs> thank you dr drew yeah i would love to like i'm in touch now with uh howie Bryerman, kevin Bryerman, uh kenny freed we had that little dinner together oh, right, as a result right, right. with, with yeah. dr lou you know so th there can be some nice sort of connecting and saying, <laughs> Dr. Lou, who I haven't seen in 20 years. <laughs> Dr. Lou Weinstein. Email yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Lou Weinstein, who was who be, became an ophthalmologist, I think. Oh, yeah. He was a roommate of his, I believe, mm -hmm. at, at, at college. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But he never talks about him anymore. Nope. He I... talked about him. He brought him up only when he had to... Um, deflect Artie's point about being a bro. Yeah. And oh. he said, I have my bro, Dr. Lou. And even though I haven't seen him in 20 years, <laughs> and I almost fucking choked on my own spit because <laughs> I couldn't believe somebody would say that. Every now and then I revisit certain episodes if I want a stupid laugh. And one of them was the NPD four. Um, it's all about him head episode with the Pearl Jam cover in case you guys are wondering and want to look back. And uh, it involves the, you know, the king of all blacks talking about the guy on the mom caves thing, that whole picture that Beth took and whatever Twitter. <laughs> and, and then uh, later on, <laughs> <laughs> when he starts talking, I can't remember exactly the reference, but we were all fucking choking with laughter. Anyway, that one's, if you want just stupid laughs, go to that one. It's good for a lot of them, guys. Uh, shameless plug. And like, um, I'm friends with Booker on there and Alicia Lane. They're now well, that, Those there. are the people I keep in touch yeah. with, the people who've moved away that I still care about. Yeah. So, but I, but I realized some of the people I was friending are actually strangers to me and, and quite <laughs> frankly, might even have a problem with me in terms of <laughs> jealousy or some weird shit. Because I've done well in life. Okay, Dennis. Booker was a DJ, I believe. Friend, yep. friend of his. I'm putting friends in quotes. Yep. At K Rock, I think. That's right. And I think Booker's girlfriend was Lisa, Lisa Linda, Lo Lo Linda, Linda Lopez. Linda Lopez, yeah. And yeah. he used to ask her, you know, ask him all those typical questions like he does when a guy's screwing around with a woman. But I don't remember them being particularly close. I mean, he was just God, on the no. station with them. Booker again, was. He yeah, go ahead, uh, Sam. He's juxtaposing these people that he's somewhat friends with in radio business with these friends that he's in third grade with. So he's like, yeah, but I'm friends with, like, you know, Booker and Elise and them and, uh, you know, but then these dickheads in third grade, it's like, 
What? <laughs> what? There's, there's, yeah, you like over your life, of course, you make friends. Obviously, you, you lose friends. That's just the way it goes. You lose touch, and sometimes that happens. It's, it's, it's organic normally in a human's life. But, um, in, I don't in think terms... we need to explain this to anyone. <laughs> no, we kind of do because it's like you can't. How you can't stupid ex- can you be? But you can't put his life into normal human terms and then explain it away. That's the whole point. His life is so unlike any other human I've ever known, including guys who fucking committed suicide who were very social. I mean, it's you know what I mean. It's it not. Is it's so bizarre. Yeah, and so it just got kind of weird. Like when I started getting bad mouth for. That I wasn't in the fast track. When you went to Roosevelt, I guess they had this in every school. They had like a top tier, all the top students. Then you had the second tier, and then you had fucking retards. Right. And, you know. And the guy who was riding me was never in the top tier. He never once made it into the top tier. Okay. So this was definitely a thing. Because you would never say fast track. And then he goes, well, I guess we had at Roosevelt... And then he goes into a deep description of it. And then yep. he knows the track that the guy who just happened to write him, he knows what track he was on because he was obsessed with this. Mm-hmm. And it that slight bothered him so bad. Oh, I have friends from grade school. I don't know what track they were in. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. The, the you know? closest thing to any track I remember, for for example, grade three and grade, sorry, grade four, at one point they decided they were going to make a three, four class and then a four, four, five class. So if you were in the four, five, you were obviously at a higher level because the, you were just like an honor student, or whatever. And three, four is designation like, oh, you're, you're still need to get some of those concepts in the third grade that you didn't quite get. So you're in the fourth grade, but not exactly. You know what I mean? And I always disagreed with that growing up. I thought you're making everybody in the third, the three, four class, the grade threes are fine. The grade people who are in the fourth grade or f- grade four, they're going to feel dumb because they're not in the one that's the four or five yeah. that I was in. Mm-hmm. And I never, and th- th- as a result, I got like labeled a brown noser, like a, st- a bookworm and shit like that. All I did was read normally guys. All you had to do was the bare minimum and you couldn't do yeah. it. It's their fault for lumping it together. And by the way, look at yes. how we all ended up. We're doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't oh, any know, genius. You know what? I was valedictorian of my high school for real. But it's not. it wasn't that difficult. They were no. that smart. No. I was valedictorian. That's in definitely difficult. I, was, I just studied well, I guess. But, um, but it wasn't that difficult. I just studied. Yeah. I didn't drink. I didn't carouse. Stayed in and read and watched Jackie Gleason on TV. <laughs> and away we go. Oh. No, in second grade and in sixth grade, I was placed into the top tier. Uh-huh. You know, and the other times in the second tier. This fucker, I remember him. He fucking never once made it into the top tier. <laughs> He's a fucking goddamn moron. And he sitting there tell, telling me on Facebook that, uh, hey, look at this fucking guy. You know, and I'm like, fuck you. I don't even know you, asshole. Apparently so which, you do. Apparently you know a way, a way too much for your own good, buddy. Yeah. Jesus. So that, that was one clip. I don't know that I want to play much more of that because you guys get the thing because we still have to go into the article itself. Yeah. But I did yeah. want to play the one clip of him <laughs> talking about Boston University. I know we played this before, but I think you might like it. Does anyone understand how big of a liar you have to be to lie within two seconds of yourself? Yeah, that's 79, pure 79. So this clip is called Howard is Retarded. 
Well, we don't know he's on heroin. He could be Come sick. Come on, Robin. You guys are smart. Neither of you is a dumb. In case you're wondering, guys, this is from this is from January 31st, 2007. Oh my God! By the way, we hold on a second. No I way. love what's, the. What's I that? love the. You guys are smart. Yeah, smart. I'm the smart. Southie. I'm smart. <laughs> Howard, you're not dumb. You went to BU. You're a smart man. To BU. <laughs> yeah, your the, credential. They made all the geniuses into BU. <laughs> you know that I went to BU, but I went to retard BU. Like, like I didn't even go to the it real wasn't BU. Even the real college. Yeah, there's a uh, college at Boston University for idiots. It's to milk parents who can't normally get their kids into the school. This, and by the way, guys, this is 100 percent the truth and you know this because he's free-flowing and he is not and his his tone is cadence any any not body language expert but a speech speech like pathologist would tell you he is not lying one bit dennis it's absolutely true i looked it up when he said that yep on the internet there's kind of a community college like basic study environment for two years they call it something else now because that sounded too negative guess, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. no, that's true. And they, they still have it. It has yes. kind of a, you know, high falloon name, but, um, so what is this? but remedial no, that's true. Be you. What's this? Yeah. What's the, what's it's remedial. It's, it's basically, it's, it's the 13th and 14th grade, but you're paying university tuition. It is the goal that if you pass the remedial be you, you can get accepted to the regular one. That's in right. Your so basically, third so and it, fourth year. That's correct. Yes. It's basically yes. it was for it was Jesus meant for. Christ. I believe it was created for GIs coming back from the war or something like that. Like to, to you know, if you were absent from school or people who were absent from school and wanted to get back into it, like do the, so that it was prep, uh, preparatory for going into university. But they were all mm -hmm. Dumbo courses basically, and he's going to expound a little bit more on that. Amazingly enough, yeah, I was a real idiot, oh. and. Um, BU has a program called, it's like the Special Olympics. It was called Basic Studies. It doesn't get embarrassing than that. Like when you're trying to pick up a chick at BU and you tell her you're in Basic Studies, you're like, fucking loser. Yeah. They, they head for the hills. You think it was easy to get laid with this face and being in Basic Studies? <laughs> and Basic Studies, the deal was, even though you're a shit student, you can't even score above a 1,000 on your SATs, we're going to let you into BU, let your old man pay the freight, and uh, you got to, for two years, take everything. Okay, so Wait a continue. minute, so he didn't yeah. score above a thousand on his SATs? Presumably. He says that all the time. He always brags about two hundred he got two hundred points for signing his name. I mean, I'm an idiot and I got like thirteen hundred. The SATs aren't that difficult. At least they weren't when I took them. Yeah, and I, we never we I don't even I don't even know if they exist in Canada, so I don't if I ever took them, I couldn't I couldn't even tell you. Just I, English I and math. Whoa, whoa, Just whoa, English whoa, and whoa. math. So he so he so wait a minute. So if he got into this program, what did he pay? Yeah. Like, he, like, what is this a pay? How much yeah. more? He did he have to pay more than what it would cost because they they want he wanted to get into BU eventually. Like, is that well? The, is this it, you're, more you're in, money? You're in BU, but it's a, it's like a, it's a department of BU that has people do remedial studies for whatever their last two years of high school were. So well, you what extend your high school by a couple this? years. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm sure it's like, can you walk? You know, oh. you know, yeah. basically if you're, yeah. if you're breathing, if you have a pulse, you can get in. It was just a way for Boston university. I'm sure to make more money. And Ben paid for the whole thing anyway. Yes. And bought him yeah. a car when he was up there too. That's I right. I think, they probably went by his ranking in high school. Maybe he had to take an aptitude test. 
to get accepted. Possibly. It's probably just this. Probably, it's probably just this. God, I would, I would fucking pay at least maybe a hundred bucks to get an essay that he wrote. I would, <laughs> wouldn't you, Dennis? Wouldn't hey, you remember fucking the... pay a hundred bucks for that? I would remember... so pay a hundred bucks for that. Remember yeah. the one Bobo wrote about Richard Nixon? That's probably, Bobo's is probably better. Well, I'm certain, yeah. certain I know. <laughs> probably better he, than high school, but fucked up. So you're really in high school. I'm in high school. I was in high school for two more years. <laughs> Believe me, this was no college. I was studying like high school chemistry, you know, humanities, which was actually watching movies. Oh my and God. Uh, it was like retard school. And then if you passed retard school, they'd let you for the next two years get into, uh, you know, like the school of communication. Mm-hmm. Right, study oh. radio. <laughs> study fucking radio. What's the study of radio? There wasn't one professor that you weren't making about... radios. <laughs> no, if we made radios. <laughs> you hear it, Dennis. Wow. You, you know, this is this is absolute sincerity. Like it's very rare to get clips like this where he's unabashedly honest about something he did in his life. Yeah, you know, BU was known for the communications program, actually. It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lesser college up there, you know, with the Yale and the other ones. But um, yep. it was known for the communications thing. And when I went to college, communications was a big deal. Yeah, I was going to go to Penn, University of Pennsylvania, to get a communications degree. It would be mm-hmm. radio, television, and film. But they didn't offer me enough money, and I didn't have enough to go there. So mm-hmm. that's probably why he went there. But, no, I believe this is absolutely true, yep. without a doubt. Sam? So, so he went to remedial and he had to take humanities. Well, basically and, they give you a so bunch it, of like bird courses. You get, you get your GPA, you get your GPA up, you get your, your, your studies, you know, you, you, you right, get into the flow. And, and then, then, and then, and then he goes to regular B. So he goes to regular college. Like I'm a real boy. And then right. And then what? He has to take these classes and he even says it's nothing then. I I have a hard time believing that the broadcasting program in BU is nothing. Well, you know what probably happened, and this happens with a lot of schools, you really don't do that till you're a junior anyway. Mm-hmm. So if he was a freshman and a sophomore, he's probably taking lit and comp one, maybe basic math. So he wouldn't really hit those courses until you're a junior anyway. Yeah. Math? Who did he pay? Oh my God! Ben paid for it. Yeah, so it would have made sense. Study radio. I'm sure my old man was having a conniption, cost him like five grand a year at the time, which was a lot of money for my father. The what? That's a shit ton of money back then. Are you kidding me? It, it's still it's what? still not it's still not a drop in the bucket. And back then, it would have been like what? What's the equivalent now, Dennis? Twenty five thousand. Oh, for 30, a year of college, forty, oh, 50, 40, 50, yeah. 50. Are you kidding me? Five grand back then? Yeah. When when I went to college, it was six grand a year. But this is mm-hmm. 1974. I'm a year. He's a couple years older than me. Sure. But yeah, school today is 50, 50, 55,000. NYU, yeah. I think, is in the 60s. Oh, yeah. NYU is for people who, who just have money to burn. Yeah. Yep. Oh. You know, but, uh, you know, so I didn't even go. Like, people say I went to BU. That's bullshit. I should have been in the Nassau community. I got in on a fluke. Be you. Oh, I love you guys. Thank you. Guys you. Great. I've had Later. this now for a month, and this is the fucking best I've ever heard. Great, All brother. Right. It's like I'm an idiot. Work. I feel stupid. Like, I couldn't even get into regular. I don't even know how I passed. <laughs> okay, look, guys, there's only a few seconds left. Hold on. Basic studies. I remember studying, and then like they give a test. I didn't know one answer, and somehow I passed. 
Everyone must have been a moron. Were too. you doing the Abacab thing? No, I don't already know. described. No, I wasn't that bad, but just about. <laughs> I didn't even have enough brains to do Abacab. <laughs> a B A C A B. Yeah, for answers. Yeah, that was that was a Genesis song, by the way, guys. That was already <laughs> reference. Already said, <laughs> a guy told him, "You just in a multiple choice exam, you just write down you you choose Abacab like the song, and you're guaranteed a C." <laughs> it sounds to me like it's almost a social promotion, you know, just to get him yeah. out of there. Yep, totally. Wow. So I'm I'm still. First of all, how much college? What a rip! Total. I suggest not. Yep. So we're going to go back into the article. We'll finish with the blind item at the end, guys. Uh, The next part, Sam, do you want to read the Facebook has been part of the Howard Stern Show segment? Sure. Facebook has been a part of the Howard Stern Show. Fans of SiriusXM's The Howard Stern Show are well aware of Facebook's part in one of the funniest bits in the history of the show. Was this? (laughs) Are you guys remembering this as one of it? So this is what I was going to ask you, Dennis, because this is like a special guest. No, we're, you're, you're, you, you know, totally. Um, we did this on a on a, a fluke right now, and I, I said, yeah. would you want to join us for today? You heard the? Um, did you hear all of the latest um, NPD session we did with Bob D of all the mo- more modern I clips, did. and including this one? Yes. Did yes. you get any kind of humor out of Howard acting like a total cunt towards his executive producer? No, of course not. <laughs> not even like, close. I mean, no. And so when we were listening to this, Sam, did you feel like, wow, this is hilarious? No. Or funny or mildly amusing? You know what it was, Fillmore? It was embarrassing to listen yeah. to. Yeah. That's a good word, right? Right. Well, it's because we know too much about him now, of course, and we know that he was just being a petty little f- f- fucking asshole. But this is, it, I think, the reason why some people might think it was classic Stern is because it's it has the sound of 20 years ago when we thought they all hung out and they all kind of went out and had vacations and went to scores together. And this is just ball busting. But this didn't sound like ball busting. It sounded like a petty fucking child. It did. Yeah. Remember, he used to have, they used to have card games every Friday night. Yeah, supposedly. Jackie, yeah. Um, Dominic. The guy who owned yeah, Great- where Ralph cheated. The guy, <laughs> the guy from Great Sounds, I think his name was Big Al or something. He used to talk about that all the time. Yeah. So, um, this was yeah. when Howard's producer of 40 years, Gary Bababui Delbate, decided to unfriend Howard on Facebook. Okay, and there's the next part there. According to Gary, he did this because he was sick of Howard goofing on some of the things he'd post. Of course, all the goofing would be on air for the sake of the audience. Unfortunately for Gary, his choice to unfriend Howard ended up in him getting goofed even harder. (laughs) Goofed. Goofed on, idiot. (laughs) Goofed on. I'm not reading this wrong. No, you're not. This is how it's written. and Baba is one word, not Baba, like yeah. black sheet. It's like, yeah. But this is it. This wasn't one of the funniest moments of the show. So again, these articles are solidifying non-truths, right? Like, mm-hmm. like th- mm-hmm. this is the thing. Payola has been in the business in all in all manner of businesses. You can buy reviews. You can buy um, articles. You, you, like I, I'm sure Dennis knows more about this over the years than 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 I do. But uh, and then than either of us do. But the fact is. 
if you want to, you can, and nowadays more than easier, more than ever to have a bullshit website like the blast or the things.com and you subsidize them by saying, look, anytime we want something out, you put it on there, but you, it's like you, we, every time we want to counteract something or make sure you're happening and have you trending on Google alerts, which if you want to guys go ahead, do the math, go to Google trends trend from 2004, which is the earliest point in Google's history where they're adding this data or collecting this data and to now and if you look at our Howard Stern's trending the arc never ever goes up it goes nothing but down and even nothing with two fucking down. websites devoted to this shit where's his articles on Vanity Fair anymore where's his articles with Rolling Stone which of course you know doesn't have doesn't have the the the, the luster it used to have where his articles in spin it also has to or, it also you know, has to do with the you know the journalism being in the shitter as well, yeah. by the oh, way. Of course, yeah. of course. But like, I mean, where's yeah. people, where's entertainment weekly, all these rags that he'd normally be, normally be in movie line, all these things, billboard. Never. Yeah. Never. Because they Never. can't afford them. They can't afford them a, or these places still have enough integrity. They're like, no, you're not going to sell a fucking, you're not going to add increase ad revenue. Your, your fucking client's name is in the toilet and is, but even, draws, so see, you see, this is, this is one of the funniest segments. And then they put this YouTube clip up in the article. Say you were to play this. This isn't funny at all. So say you were to be just some, you know, haphazard passerby and read this article and say, oh, this is one of the funniest things uh, ever on the show. Let me play this. And right. they decide to press play. They'd be like, what am I supposed to get out of this? That's exactly right. So, I mean, it's a poor choice of words. I mean, if you say a classic or whatever, it's still not a classic. You have to lower the bar a little. Dennis. I would bet that the things.com has a retainer fee and they get paid for each they put in. Oh, um, when I worked for a magazine, suppose I was writing on pennies from heaven, the Steve Martin thing, right? Yep. Did a whole feature on it. And on the left page is my article. And if you had an HBO ad because it was on cable back then. Yeah. You couldn't do that because it looked bad. It gave yes. a bad look. Right. But this just takes that whole I'm sorry, I keep hitting this thing. Um, it just takes this whole thing and just warps it totally. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. It's low they used, to, they used to call this checkbook journalism. And if you engaged in checkbook journalism, you know, you might as well just hang it up, be a circus yeah. clown. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, that's all there is now. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, a friend of mine, he had a magazine that was in, it was a glossy and then it, it was online as well. Now it's just online. But back in the day, I gave him all kinds of shit for accepting money from restaurants, then reviewing them specifically, but not reviewing other ones that didn't advertise because, oh, you know, like they, they you know, you had his, his loyalty was to the dollar. And I said, that makes your review pointless, meaningless, and completely antithetical to the idea of journalism. If they made exactly. a fucking shit meal, you're supposed to report and say, listen, it's not my cup of tea. Some people may like it, whatever. No, you talked it up like it was fucking pavé de buffo cassis. Instead, it was like fucking ham hocks and it was yeah. shit. And you decided, and you see at the bottom, there's an advertisement for the fucking restaurant. I go, what kind of journalistic integrity does that give you? And he couldn't, he couldn't argue it. He tried his best and I like the guy, yeah. but I said, let's just admit it. Just admit you guys are a fucking pamphlet for tourism and that's fine, but don't act like you're, you know, fucking yeah. uh, Bob Woodward or, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, anyway. and we were taught to have three sources before you go live. It wasn't and who they was never first. do anymore. They never they do never anymore. Do. No. What they do first, is first, first. their their sources are it's a circulatory um, manufactured consent. That's what they do now. So mm-hmm. if 
if two other people mention, if one person says it and the other person mentions it, they use those as two sources, even though none of them are confirmed as the unidentified sources. It's, mm -hmm. it's absolute madness right now what's mm -hmm. going on in journalism. It's awful. The only yeah. people I really like are like the Gray Zone, Glenn Greenwald, he's Aaron Mate. Glenn Greenwald is great. He's, a, he's amazing. A good He's one of the few good journalists, but I'd be embarrassed. I wouldn't do it. I mean, we were taught three sources, two on the record. Yep. One could be anonymous. Um, that's the, yeah, that rule's gone into the toilet. Um, let's continue. Uh, you don't unfriend your boss, Howard said to Gary in 2015. Do you really care? Gary responded. Yeah, Howard exclaimed. There are people I hate I don't unfriend. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're stalking them, asshole. While in 2008... Um, Howard claimed that he didn't have Facebook. In more recent years, he's spoken a lot about his experience using it. And guys, you've already heard it just now with, from us. For the most part, Howard uses Facebook to communicate with his three daughters. It's also a way for him to correspond <laughs> with other family members, friends, and reconnect with from acquaintances uh, with his, from his past. This is something that he does for one specific reason. He wants to see how bad they've aged. <laughs> um, so the same device he uses to connect with people to see how bad they've aged, just the same right. way he uses Zoom. Yeah. So technology, the way he says, I Zoom with my kids, I Facebook with my kids, it's the same thing. He doesn't. But this is the other thing, guys. You're, you're, you've got this puff piece that you've got on retainer to make all these fucking and, and really working for cheap. They're all working for food stamps and craft dinner. Now, oh, yeah. they're post, they, they post this. That paragraph makes him look like a complete asshole. Wouldn't you be paying them to talk you up and say how great you are? I don't think they realize how bad it looks because they don't sure. know what he said about his communication with his kids. Yes. Yeah. Like here and I yeah. Dennis. I'm sorry. I wonder if he has, they have these ready, you know, already written on different topics just to kind of put them out there quickly. But you're right, Sam. Why don't they talk about it better? Yeah, it's, 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 it's possible. It's, it's possible. They tell them that, look, here's the clip clip from, they take little quotes from it and you can, you know, print something to, you know, about Facebook. So based on this, and they probably took it from there, not consulting them, just saying, this is what we put out. You paid for us. You pay for this. This is what you're getting. And of course, Howard and his, and his staff not being as fucking, um, you know, not as being on the ball as they should be. They just like, I don't care. Just release it. We don't care. He's not paying us enough to fucking care. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like I said, these fluff articles that come out, there are certain people who are in deep shit. Like I said about Alaria Baldwin, Hillary, she, they are paying People Magazine a fluff piece a week on this fucking broad. Yes. And they are paying top dollar to kind of, you know, highlight her Instagram or whatever yep. to the tilt on the point. This sounds to me like some, you know, destitute press piece. Like totally. this isn't, this is like cheap, cheap press. <laughs> yeah. This is the very cheapest Dennis. When Sean Penn married Madonna, they gave one magazine specific rights to photograph it. It yep. might have been people. That was the famous story where I think a helicopter went over the wedding. It was outside. I and remember Sean was that. trying to shoot it. He was trying to shoot it. Um, so this stuff has always been going on. But this, quite frankly, is an embarrassment. I wouldn't want my name on this. It, no. It's, no. I've said it a million times. I used to be a journalist. But now being a journalist is like being a, a carnival barker, a, a circus clown. Yep. Look at the words. Look at the sentence construction. It's awful. 
So it I continues. Know. Like I'm friends with people on Facebook from different eras of my life, Howard said in 2021. Girls I knew from summer camp mostly. <laughs> <laughs> guys I knew from summer camp I like to see how badly they're aging because I think I'm aging horribly but I do then I look at these guys and go I go fuck I look fucking gorgeous okay these are not words we use with Howard uh, I'm going to show that picture from 2010 of him going out with his camp buddies to that one Italian restaurant and you'll be looking at that and going can you tell which one is not like the other <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean so, he's not gorgeous <laughs> Howard was this is my favorite. Howard was also brutally bullied throughout elementary school and uh. high school and is open about how he likes to see if all the people who rejected him, both romantically and his friends, have aged poorly. But lately, his utterly honest and somewhat sadistic pastime. I love this. Pastime. <laughs> he fucked up. Oh, I just noticed that. Yeah. P-A-S-S space time. <laughs> pastime? Like halftime? Yeah. <laughs> I guess they run it through the spell checker, but not the grammar checker. No, they don't. That's right. And it probably could even be like voice. Maybe no one's typing it. Maybe they literally go voice to text and just throw it up there. That's how lazy this is. They could. Uh, could, This somewhat sadistic pastime has been compromised by Facebook itself. Uh, I don't go on Facebook a lot, but I have Facebook, Howard said on the April 12th, 2021 episode of his show. So I log in and it goes, your account has been suspended. You're impersonating a celebrity. (laughs) That's how badly he uses Facebook. That just proves how badly he doesn't understand how he should be using Facebook. What an idiot. (laughs) Howard couldn't get his his head around the fact that Facebook cracked down on him as they thought he wasn't who he said he was. Of course, this is an element of security that Facebook uses to locate catfishers posing as famous people, of which there are a lot. Uh, Yeah, like uh, a certain person who talks like this, for example. Oh, my goodness. Oh my God, you're an, you're an animal. <laughs> you're an animal. <laughs> um, I'm impersonating Ow. Howard. <laughs> I'm impersonating Howard Stern, I guess. Howard said they don't care that Russie interferes with the election, but they're worried Russie? about my account. Russie, R U S S I E. Oh my God. <laughs> Who? Who Russia. is Russie? <laughs> Does he mean Rush? Is that who he's Rush? No, he meant Russia. Oh, he. Oh. oh, is that what he meant? He's talking about a Ruski? Oh they, they don't care that Rusi interferes with the election oh, right, of right. my account, that I'm impersonating celebrity. Yes, the worst thing That's you can do is a good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he is impersonating a celebrity. He used to be famous. Yes, the worst thing you can do is pretend to be a celebrity, Howard's co-host Robin Quivers said. Howard went to explain that Facebook told him to get in touch with them if they had made a mistake about the termination of his account. So Howard wrote them, and two seconds later, he got a code to put in. So they go, Oh, my God. This is so layman. This is some stupid idiot thing you would have to do if you were a normal person. He's a celeb. He's like a, you know, he's like a billionaire. Exactly. So <laughs> Putting they go, in codes. So they go, okay, so Are far so good. Third graders. <laughs> but now to prove you're, you're a celebrity, send us a picture of yourself so we can look it over to see if you're really who you say. Oh, you that's are. great. Can you imagine that? They're they're like this probably with their hands like, oh, we got them now. Yeah, of we course. Got them now. But no other people can be in the picture with you. So now I'm getting really suspicious. First of all, I'm like, if I'm impersonating a celebrity, can't I just go online and find a picture of the celebrity celebrity I'm impersonating? Instead of going to the internet, Howard decided to send a personal one, but he didn't have a picture of himself available. 
available? <laughs> because even his phone camera looks at him and goes, Wait, no. What do you mean those test <laughs> those test shoots for private parts where he looked like Gerardo weren't available? <laughs> you could just pull those ones up. Or the cover uh, shot, the cover shots uh, of him, like for the uh, Howard Stern comes again, where he looks like he's yeah. fingers halfway up his nose. When he was, his, when he was a drag queen mime. Yeah. yeah. His his wife Beth did. However, the picture of Howard was with his cat. What? <laughs> While Facebook said not to include anyone else in the picture, Howard thought it would be okay. Now we understand why he wasn't in first track. Yeah, fast track fail. <laughs> And this is the picture they said, he took. They said, don't include a picture of anyone else. Hee-haw. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, my God. Like, if you look at that, if you've ever seen headlights, like the deer in the headlights, this is the definition of that. He's looking oh, yeah. off. He's looking somewhere else. She's looking somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Dem- demented amateur wedding photo. I send them the picture. Then they say, okay, now you did the code. Now you did the picture. But now we want a driver's license or your passport. <laughs> and we have the right to keep it up until a year. Good luck getting a driver's license. Yeah, and Facebook um, is so sadistic. Yeah, and his passport's probably expired in you know, like 1997 when he went to Cannes. Um, Howard said, this is now way out of control. I'm not giving Facebook my driver's license. The sheer amount of hoops Howard had to jump through just to prove he wasn't impersonating himself caused him to decide he would no longer use the social media site. I said, screw this. That's taking away things way too far, Robin agreed. Your passport is definitely your whole identity, and now they're you for all intents and purposes. Oh, God. So oh, we have the voice God. of reason here. Uh, that's taking things way too far. Your passport is definitely your whole identity. And now they're you for all intents purposes. Uh, can I have pawn for 500? Sam, can you read the last part there? Facebook? Yeah. Facebook, you're not that great. That I would do that. What? They added that. that. Like, I yeah, he had, would he do added, that. They, yeah, he added, Dylan Parker added that to explain. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had to expound because we didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, that they call that an antecedent. So it's referring that, to something else he said. Yeah. I understand but that, but why yeah. that? Uh, just the bad journals. They're uh, some... such assholes, Howard said. I wouldn't put it Unless in. I Facebook realizes that they've mistaken mistakenly accused a celebrity of impersonating himself and make things right it seems they have made an enemy out of howard stern (laughs) (laughs) this is where i want to play that clip of him going you know i take uh, notes and i have people looking and researching the addresses of people that you know bully me on on twitter i'm kind of a fighter Now, guys, we are going to, now that we finish with that wonderful article, um, the, the blind item number nine from um, the 18th, I believe, of uh, May from Crazy Days and Nights. And Dennis, would you like to read this one? I'd love to. In the past, this radio television host would only use actors scripts for, actor scripts for a couple of segments a week. Now, almost every caller, in quotes, is, is uh, paid for a setup script to have a conversation. There is no real left on the radio show. So, wow. so in other words, guys, let's, let's put this together. He, two blind items, one, both of which, like, we know, we know, we, we presume we, 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 he's got Beth as a fucking paid beard, fine, escort, whatever you want to call her. Um, 
And then this particular one, we also know, we know that the show, we've been talking about it. We made a fucking podcast about it, how everything's been bullshit for so long, but it's never come out like this in the blinds. Never that I know. This of. is, this is the first time I've seen it. You know, I, I have the honor of doing the morning threads with my friend Raven. I help her out and it's a lot of fun. So I've been listening to the show a lot lately and it's just been so bad with the callers mm-hmm. who say, you know, I wore a mask and it did this. And, you know, my wife had cancer, blah, blah, blah. All of these really, really ridiculous things going on. And, you know, they're, they're, they're fake. But, you know, I look at this as he's just lazy. He'll never pick up an un- unscreened call like the old days, like he used to when I used to listen to him. Those days are long gone. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> See, what I've noticed is these blinds, why they're so much more revealing is before they would pick up on things that he said in the show. So for example, he said beds instead of bed. And so now they were like, oh, they have separate bedrooms. The Florida thing where, you know, he's podcasting in Florida versus New York, which I guess causes a whole bunch of different tax issues and some sort of other thing because you can't be actually having a studio in your house in Florida, apparently. Mm-hmm. If you're working for a different company that's in New York. Anyway, um, I think that it's just interesting. He's these blind items are concurrent, like one after the other, and they're kind of going with what we've been talking about for a long time mm-hmm. and also adding a little bit of information with the Sander Bernhardt one. And this yes. one just seems to be actually taking into account of what we've been saying. And it sounds like somebody is giving this blind item that was a listener and has been listening to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think having two so close together is really, really unique. It never happens this way. It's usually months. No. Um, but I love that we have this whole full court press on the guy. Yes. You know, and this is the first time, Fillmore, to your point, where I've ever seen it said the callers mm-hmm. are fake. Even Bobo calls and sets up things now. Yes. I mean, it, it, you can't miss it. It's just so fake. Well, the, the thing I don't quite understand is why he's so, like, I do understand why he's so afraid. It's a control issue. He's always been about control. We get that. But the problem is, like, if you, he doesn't, we know he doesn't care. And we can talk about this for ages. But the quality control, and we knew originally all this, the phony phone calls were, you know, done, you know, pre, they were pre-taped. That's not our issue. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about, um, you have to know your show sounds like complete shit. It's clear he doesn't fucking care. So it's irrelevant that they're phony, but don't try to on your show, double down and say like, do I even bother with the callers? Why not just spend more time with, um, uh, some other bits or interviews, give an extra 15 minutes. Don't have Kathy from fucking Idaho call in and tell you how gorgeous you are. when You know, it's just bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so transparently bad. Yes. It's so it it's so obvious. Like I said in the last thing when we were talking about NPD, it is so obvious that you're such a raging narcissist that you're flying through the drive-through at full speed, ripping open that McDonald's bag, and you're just scarfing down the food. You don't give a shit that this. We can tell this is a fake caller. Anyone can tell. Anyone yes. can tell. It's that bad. Why are you even bothering to put the buffer of a pretend caller? It's 
it's so obvious. You might as well not even have one. You might as well just want to say, listen, I want to talk about this topic. Yeah. Why even have that? I think also the takeaway is, and maybe you guys will agree with me, but back in the day, they did a way better job of of hiding the fact that these were fake callers. They may, they certainly were more convincing back in the day, although you could always tell, you could often tell um, that it, it, the, how can I say, certain ones, like the suicide jumper, there, there was no question that was a fake call to me. I listened mm-hmm. to that, re-listened to that, knowing what I know and knowing f- after the fact, that was just bullshit. That was, you know, right before or during the KC era. It was just meant to give him headlines. And I don't, the transparency now is so obvious that back then they still did a better job making it seem organic. Now it's completely, you know, it's like, look at that guy's fucking wig. You know, <laughs> it's, it's about <laughs> as obvious as his wig. That's the problem. Well, the, he had a formulaic show back yeah. then. We, yeah. it, we didn't realize how formulaic it was. So yeah. when like, for example, Kumia was on Rogan and he was talking about Rogan would go on Stern And he said there was a formula to it. So he said, you're going to talk about this, 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 and this. I'll bring it up. And, you know, some things would come up organically during the conversation. But there was a basic outline. So picture you're writing a paper and you're doing a rough draft. They always had a rough draft of what the show would be like. So we didn't know that. We Mm -hmm. didn't know that as listeners. They did a very Mm -hmm. good job of hiding that. But then Mm -hmm. as you got more into listening to, for example, ONA as a fan, you Mm -hmm. realized how organic things popped up when you just let people be and talk. Mm -hmm. And and Kumia said something very smart. He said Stern was the the beginning of shock jock to what it is for us. He was the genesis of what shock jack radio was meant to be for us that gave us our start and we were what was podcasting and we didn't know it and it's true i agree absolutely and so you can you can appreciate both but stern instead of understanding that he could taper it off and stop being so formulaic he's instead doubles down yes he did. you know what it is he pitches on his audience like he said i hate my audience he doesn't care i mean yeah. the whole all this october stuff and george yeah. decay and them wrestling on sunday night i would think stern's audience is mainly heterosexual men he, he just Not doesn't anymore. care it, <laughs> yeah it's just like he doesn't care and I, i'm sure if they fire him he still gets paid anyway so he's just, you know, counting down the days. Yeah. He will never put any effort into the show. It's also no. about control, I think, Fillmore, too. He it is. And kind of the guy with the, the Wizard of Oz, you know, behind yep. the curtain. Perfect analogy. And he and basically he wanted to create that cult of personality. He did. And what happens when that personality is not particularly entertaining is exactly what you're hearing now, guys. Uh, like we've got we I always say this show is like an autopsy, a regular weekly autopsy on the Howard Stern show of the Howard Stern show. And we're going to continue. Uh, I want to announce to everybody before we uh, ha- uh, hang up this one. I want to first of all, thank Dennis and Sam for helping me go through this one and making it so fun. Um, but I, we've uh, now for all of you listening through different podcast apps of course we're still on podbean and spotify but we've now got um uh we're uh google podcasts obviously but um alexa 
if anybody uses Alexa, tune in, of course. Uh, we're just now on iHeartRadio, Player FM, of course, I've mentioned before. Listen notes, and also we're on Stitcher. So if anybody's on Stitcher, I believe you'll find us there. I haven't checked myself, but I'm pretty sure it's up there. So we're trying to make it easier for you guys to um, listen to our show and catch it wherever you can, however you can. We love you. Any closing thoughts, guys? It was fun, and it's only going to get worse. <laughs> As the days, you know, I just one other thing I want to say. When you were talking about how many listeners he has, the the Florida article where he was outed, somebody said in the comments, truthfully, they said, well, in their mind, truthfully, they said, "Stern has thirty million listeners." What are you talking about? Yeah, he's talking lucky points. if he breaks what two hundred thousand, maybe. Oh, maybe. Uh, in a week? Uh, in a week? In a week? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I've always said if he has Easily. a daily listenership of 50,000, I think I'm being generous. I don't even and think it's that high. Yeah, and people have this $30 million trope in their heads. He makes $30 million, which is, of course, $30 million listeners. Oh, uh, they're very listeners. Yeah. Who, yeah. who can't wait for that Sandra Bernhardt book? I am <laughs> fucking. I said Maybe her I'll... tweet. I said yeah. her a tweet already saying, Sandy, we know, we already know anyway. Just bring out the book, honey. We'll read it. I'll, I'll start a GoFundMe to get this book Whatever. Out. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll start a GoFundMe for whatever model party you want, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> have a, a cool fucking lady. parade. Yeah. She's a cool lady. I like her. For yeah, sure. I've always, I've always loved her. Uh, so we're on your team, your side and thank you NT. Once again, you're going to hear it from us here and I'll message you privately as well. Thank you guys. And tune in to our next one. We love you. Take care. Bye. Bye.